Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. This whole digital etiquette thing has kind of grown legs over the last couple of months. When I read an article online and I started seeing stuff about thumbs up emojis and actually giving someone thumbs up across an office, if I do that once a day, I do it a half a dozen times a day. We have a chat group here, uh, the Opinion Line production team, we have a chat group among ourselves and I get a load of uh, email messages from Fergal and Emer and we do this to each other all the time, you know, we get a load of messages and that's grand lads and that's what it means, thumbs up emoji, that's fine, message received and understood. I would go halfway, half a dozen times a day through the window here, message received and understood. Uh, it would appear I am somewhat out of touch. Charlotte Ivers, Sunday Times columnist, you've been looking into this whole thing of how these symbols and normal things have changed over the years. Charlotte, morning to you. Good morning. Emojis are a big problem, particularly the thumbs up. Why? Well, emojis have been on a bit of a journey, to be honest. They, in the early days, were very much something that people would use all the time. And it almost got to the point where they got a bit stuck in time. And now, really, they sort of seem to be reminiscent of a previous era of the internet. Mostly when my friends use emojis now, they're using them ironically. So I'm thinking about the crying, laughing emoji, for example. That one's probably been on the biggest journey. Everyone will sort of use it to show that the joke that they've just made isn't very good or maybe to take a joke at someone else's expense and that's really the only time that I'd see emojis when they're being used ironically and in the workplace particularly they were something that maybe had a little bit of a brief phase of appeal but certainly now seem to be coming much more controversial so you mentioned the thumbs up emoji there that sort of seems to be a bit passive aggressive now in the workplace that is something that essentially a lot of people view as saying look I don't really have the time to reply to you. I don't really have a level of enthusiasm that would make me want to say good work or thank you. I'm just going to acknowledge your existence very briefly. And so I think they've become a little bit of a minefield. Does it also not mean, Charlotte, that's fine. I have a very, very, very busy day. I've I've read or I've heard or I've seen the message you want to, to, to give me and that's fine. I'm good with that. I think it does to some people, but then other people will read it as passive aggressive. And it's a bit of an odd one, really, because you are essentially speaking two slightly different languages when you engage with that sort of emoji. And I think that's probably why 
it's a bit of a risk because it is open to interpretation. So I think about some of the emojis that I would use frequently, the upside down smiley face, for example, I would use that to make a point that I wasn't happy about something by upside down smiley face. I mean, the entire face is upside down, not yeah, that yeah. it's frowning. I, w- I would mean that as I'm a bit unhappy about this or something bad has happened mm. in my life. Whereas I know that other people would use it to mean that they are happy, sort of, you know, almost spiraling round with happiness. And yeah. so I would only ever use it ironically in that case with friends who I know also do the same thing so it's almost a lot easier to just use words i know these were invented to make life easier but the ambiguity does mean that doesn't always work that effectively this is is like a meeting of overthinkers anonymous and we're not even started (laughs) you're saying you wrote about this in the times the thing that your your best friend has never forgiven you for doing something to me charlotte is as ordinary as as stepping out for a walk you rang your best friend without asking permission I did. This This was a few years ago. It must have been before the pandemic. I was walking down the road and on the other side of the road, I saw a man we'd both met at a party a few months ago and really, really didn't like him. And I thought this was so funny. We had no real connection to him at all, but I had to phone her. So I picked up my phone and I phoned her and she answered in an absolute panic. And she was like, are you okay? Is someone ill? Has someone died? What's going on? And I essentially had to talk her down from that and then tell her the story and I thought she'd find the story funny that I'd just seen this man but really she just wasn't paying attention to it at all because she was so worried by the fact that I'd made this phone call to her because that's just not what we do and I think that's basically because there are so many ways to communicate now you know you can whatsapp someone you can email someone you can leave them a voice note that actually a phone call is only really reserved for very very heightened occasions be that you just got married be that you or just got engaged probably know about it prior if you just got married or be that that something terrible has happened someone what about i just want a quick chat and a bit of a laugh with my friend well usually you just whatsapp them in that case or what you'd send them is a whatsapp saying hello can you drop me a call later i just want to have a quick chat and a bit of a laugh with you because otherwise the social signals just fall apart and of course i i really am talking about very specific age of people very specific generation of people i think it's really the age of people who came up of age with the internet and so built a lot of their social lives online and via their phones and so have this terribly delicate ecosystem of etiquette that they built along with them. I I rang somebody recently, hadn't rang in a while, we'd be friends a long time and the response was, hello, to what do I owe the pleasure? I thought, yeah. How old was this person? Would be maybe in the 40s. Yeah, I think that's just about the lower bounds of the type of person who would find that acceptable. I reckon it's probably oh uh, maybe 37-odd would be the cut-off point. It's the people who either got the internet when they were very, very young or mm. who never knew a world without the oh, internet. God. And a surprise call from a friend you haven't heard of from in a long time is, one of, the, in my mind, one of the simple pleasures of life, Sharon's. Yes, and it would be if we got the pre-warning of it. I think if I got a phone call from someone I hadn't seen in years, I would presume definitely that someone had died or that something awful had happened that only I could fix or that I'd done something to terribly wrong them and they wanted to know what was going on. Now, even when we're writing a text message, we have to be careful of our full stops. Come on. 
<laughs> well, this, again, is one of those big generational divides. My mum does this to me all the time, or at least she did until I told her that we were going to have to have a negotiation about it. So it's not all full stops. If you're doing multiple sentences in a text message, then obviously you can break up that message with full stops. Although, to be honest, what I'd usually do is send each sentence as a different text, but that's an entire other can of worms. But the real problem and the real act of passive aggression if you get this from someone under the age of about 35 is a text message that just says okay full stop or write full stop in response to something that you've just said now if you just sent okay with no full stops that's just you know the equivalent of a thumbs up that's just an acknowledgement of what has happened but okay full stop is almost creating a bit of a pregnant pause it's, it's a registering disappointment it's, it's a, a dot but it's a but it means something quite significant. It's all just dots and lines eventually, but it means something <sighs> that is very much an attempt to register your discontent. So if I said to you, I'm really sorry, I'm not going to make it to dinner tonight, and you replied, okay, full stop, I would absolutely know that you really there were fed up of my nonsense and that you're really annoyed that I couldn't make it. Whereas okay would just mean that's fine, I'll see mm. you some other time. Charlotte, I'm glad I'm of a certain age that I don't overthink so much. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed our conversation. Thank you very much, Charlotte Ivers, columnist with the Sunday Times. Courts 96 FM.